Loving greetings, my friends, from the Science of Mind Spiritual Center, a global community in unity. Thank you for choosing to join me today. This day is yours to create in any way you so choose. Let's consciously, individually, and collectively, each and every day, fill our hearts and minds with all the goodness that we can imagine. Let that spirit of love and joy, happiness, gratitude, and compassion pour out of us onto the world. Remember the line in the song that we ended every Sunday service with, let there be peace on earth and let it begin with me. We can make the world a better place. If you would like information about our center, please go to our website at www.somspiritualcenterla.org. You can enjoy listening to the meditations and the talks online or on our podcast. Just look around and see what interests you. The next seven-week course of classes will begin this Wednesday, March 22nd. We Zoom on Wednesday evenings from 7 to 8.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. The Power of Decision by Raymond Charles Barker will serve as our text for the course. As Ralph Waldo Emerson said, once you make a decision, the universe conspires to make it happen. To quote the author, Raymond Charles Barker, he said, the power of decision is a step-by-step program to overcome indecision and live without failure forever. If you are ready to let go of problems, release guilt and remorse, and really decide on greatness and much, much more than this class is for you. Barker's message to you is, you are the right person in the right place to create a right world for yourself. My message to you is, desire plus decision equals demonstration. There is no set fee for the class. We are asking that you give a meaningful love offering as a donation because you're worth it. And if our message inspires you, making a valuable difference in your life, then I invite you to give and to give from that place, from heartfelt gratitude and abundance, affirming that you are in the divine flow. One thing I know is that consistent and generous giving is important. And it's important to you because when you give to where you are spiritually fed, it comes back to you multiplied abundantly in many, many different ways. It's important to us because your giving helps support and empower the expansion of this global spiritual center. It provides avenues of opportunities for others to expand and prosper through the many organizations that we support, as well as allowing us to meet our own organizational responsibilities. So I thank you for being an active part of our global spiritual family. You may make a donation to our center anytime. Some individuals prefer to do it automatically, weekly, or monthly. You may do so with a credit card through PayPal from our website. Again, that's www.somspiritualcenterla.org. 
or from the weekly email blasts that we send, or by mail. And our mailing address is 14431 Ventura Boulevard, number 586, Sherman Oaks, California, 91423. I want to thank those of you who email me. I really love hearing from you. I love knowing where you're listening from, what's going on in your life, and how the talks and this information are affecting your life. My email address is faithfilled2 at aol.com. As most of you know, each week a portion of your generous giving goes to benefit one of the many organizations that our center supports. And this week, we are donating to Doctors Without Borders to help in their response to the medical and other humanitarian needs of the victims of Cyclone Freddy that hit Malawi on March 12th. I thank you in advance for helping Malawi and these beautiful people who have really been challenged. So on that note, if you would please get quiet wherever you might be, sit back if you can, at least rest back, and join me in the opening treatment. Take a couple of deep breaths. There's one presence, one power, one mind, one life, God. We are one with all that God is. Our minds are quiet, hearts are open and receptive to the truth of our own God being. We are established in perfect unity, peace, and love. We recognize that we are divine centers of being, free from the past, and quickened to this glorious moment of now. We are forever evolving into greater aspects of who and whose we are. And we are here at this time, knowing and trusting that harmonious right action is always moving through us, always taking place. The universal creative force supports and empowers us to successfully fulfill the purpose of the life that is within us. This is now a seed thought planted in the fertile ground of creation. It is operated upon by law and through the law of mind. It produces the perfect and complete successful manifestation of limitless possibilities right here and right now. We rejoice and give thanks for the positive right action that this word is causing in our life. Willingly, we let go. And we let the Spirit of God do its perfect work through us. And as we gratefully accept the power of these profound words as the absolute truth, I want you to always know and to always remember that there is a power within you and it can lift your life to its highest level. It can change illness into health. It can bring success out of failure and victory out of defeat. It can bring companionship and happiness out of loneliness. It will respond to you. It is the power within you. And so it is. Our monthly theme for March is manifesting. Today's topic is manifesting financial freedom. I would say that we've all been influenced by society's definition of what represents prosperity in its various forms, including money. And yet, nothing has greater impact than our individual attitude 
how we define, measure, and seek to experience prosperity and financial freedom. Here's the question. Do you love and respect yourself enough to not worry about money or financial security or worry about losing what you do have? Money is not riches. It is rather a symbol of riches, much like cattle or a sack of potatoes used to be. It's easier to carry money in your pocket than a cow or a sack of potatoes. And now we use money as a trade rather than a donkey or potatoes or a cow. And that's all it really is. I definitely agree with Raymond Charles Barker, who defines prosperity as the ability to do what you want to do at the instant you want to do it. To me, that is true financial freedom and independence. So we're really talking about an attitude toward life, not how much money one has. We must build a consciousness about prosperity by thinking, believing, and acting out of prosperity rather than the bad habit of thinking, believing, and acting out of lack. This starts a new habit pattern of prosperity until it becomes automatic. And you can change the pattern just through a new other understanding of God. You can decide to think of God as infinite abundance and think in terms of prosperity. God is the source and the substance of your unlimited supply. I think that worrying about money is one of the worst habits there is. Having worried about it most of my life, I was willing to do anything to stop this pattern. And the science of mind teaching did that for me. Now, it wasn't easy and it wasn't comfortable. One thing for sure, I had to do an honest attitude check and answer some important questions that I'm going to invite you to ask yourself today. The first one is, do you view money as a scarce commodity or as plentiful? And do you believe that you can be financially free, financially independent? Do you love seeing prosperity flow in, but when it comes to flowing out, you're not so in love anymore? Are you so afraid of not having enough that you find yourself hoarding what you do have? Do you view prosperity, wealth, opulence, abundance as conditions in one's life or as one's attitude toward life? We need to be clear about our attitude about money because we teach self-reliance and personal responsibility in science of mind. And that realization brings financial freedom, having really nothing to do with the amounts of money. And I learn every day because of this teaching that it is all about my perspective of what is happening. It is never about what is happening. It's always based on my interpretation. A positive, appreciative attitude toward money will bring different results than a lack, depreciating attitude toward money. There's many, many 
statements in scriptures about prosperity and money. Here's just a few. You are prosperous or poor by the words of your own mouth. So if you talk trash about money, negate it, hoard it, try to restrain its circulation, it doesn't like that. Money wants to be free and independent and able to circulate, not stagnate. The other thing is, is money is impersonal. It goes everywhere with anyone. It moves, expands, likes to be active. You never know where you might find some. On the sidewalk, under the cushions of a couch, on a table, in a piggy bank, in a real bank, in a car, in a pocket. And I bet every one of you have some on you today in some form, right? In the form of cash, or a check, or a debit card, or an ATM card, or a credit card, maybe a money order, or a cashier's check. See, it isn't at all personal. You all have some. Catherine Ponder, the queen of prosperity, said, Money is so charged with divine intelligence that it seems to tune in on what you say or think about it, and it responds accordingly. Therefore, mixed attitudes about money bring mixed results. Economic depressions and recessions are caused by fear, which manifests as hoarding money and sometimes looks like greed. The national economy depends upon the active circulation of money, just as your individual prosperity depends on the active circulation of money. The life within everyone is the life of God. That's complete and whole, yet it expresses only through those who claim it as their own. One can be wealthy only because there's a principle of wealth. And the principle works for everyone who uses that principle. One is well because there's a principle of health. And we talked about that last week. Not because he or she is favored by God. It's a principle, an essence of being. And that same essence of being is in everyone. Matthew 6 verses 31 to 33 states, your heavenly Father already knows all your needs, and he will give you all you need from day to day if you live for him and make the kingdom of God your primary concern. In Luke 6, verse 38, it states, If you give, you will receive. And doesn't the Bible teach that money is a resource, a medium of exchange to be circulated and used to glorify God, not to take the place of God. Money is not the root of all evil. The love of money is the root of all evil. That in 1 Thessalonians 4.12, it states, Live to please God, and you will not need to depend on others to meet your financial needs. We're taught not to just give, but to give generously to God, to where we're spiritually fed and nurtured. You all, I'm sure, have read that famous scripture of Malachi 3, verse 10. And it tells us to bring all the tithes into the storehouse. If you do, 
says the Lord Almighty, I will open the windows of heaven for you. Emerson said the only sin is limitation. That is limiting yourself. Matthew 6, verse 21, Jesus said, Where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. And I believe this verse means the way I use, spend, give, distribute, and share my wealth, money, is the clearest declaration I make about what is most important to me, about where my heart is. Ultimately, it reveals what I'm actually committed to. The more you give to your source, the more resourceful you will be. Tithing is really for you, which is why we teach and practice tithing. The dictionary definition of the word tithe is an amount of money that a person gives to a church which is equal to one-tenth of that person's income. When I was first told that tithe meant 10%, I almost fainted. A tenth of my income to God? Holy moly, I thought. How could I possibly do that? However, remember, I was willing to do anything to stop the worry habit about money, and they told me tithing worked. Well, nothing else had worked up until that point. So little by little, I added to my weekly giving a dollar, and then $5, and then $10, and then $20, and then etc., until I finally reached 10% of my gross income, not net income. I was taught and told gross income. So that's what I did. Some 30 years later, maybe closer to 40 now, it always works. And the best is no more money worries. It will come back to you multiplied and magnified in countless ways, I promise. Now, why do I say that? I say it because it's a principle. The rich get richer and the poor get poorer is a principle. It's not personal. You can only magnify what you are conscious of being. The universe is not against anyone. It doesn't care who's rich or poor. It is merely your faithful servant and will deliver to you that which you ask with the most belief behind it. And in order to attract, we must radiate. The other side of that is what you radiate you constantly attract, which means you can't get something for nothing. Said another way, don't be stingy or cheap. And some of you aren't going to like this one. You must give before receiving. You must sow before you reap. So that means no more hoarding. You're a radiating force, oozing energy waves that are transmitted and absorbed whether you are aware of it or not, you're always using the law of attraction. And it's up to you 
to choose what you radiate outward through your thinking, feeling vibration and what it is you truly and honestly want to experience in life. If you're committed to enjoying and manifesting greater financial freedom, you have to become more conscious of that. Deliberately take hold of your thoughts and feelings and attitude in general and redirect it toward prosperity. Be a wealth of spirit in every way, which brings a wealth of ideas. Feelings of fear brings defeat, failure thoughts, and unpleasant experiences. These conditions can change as quickly as we can change our thinking about them. Ernest Holmes said, if we're expressing more life, we're going in the right direction. Many times I don't know what I want until I get rid of what I don't want. And then there's room for a greater good to come in. Forgiveness always makes space, not just for financial freedom, but for freedom and independence on all planes of life, spiritual, mental, and physical. It's all God's money. Your job is to circulate it with love, with joy, with generosity, and with wisdom. Let us affirm together, I am prosperous being, being prosperous right now. And so it is. God bless you, and so begins the manifestation. Our closing treatment today is from Ernest Holmes, and it's from the Science of Mind on page 517. Get quiet, rest back. Let's just remember and know this truth together, surrendering to the one mind, the one power, the one presence. And then letting these beautiful words come into our hearts, into our minds, wash over our soul. I keep the promise that I have made to myself. I shall never again tell myself that I am poor, sick, weak, nor unhappy. I shall not lie to myself anymore but shall daily speak the truth to my inner soul, telling it that it is wonderful and marvelous, that, is, that it is one with the great cause of all life, truth, power, and action. I shall whisper these things into my soul until it breaks forth into songs of joy with the realization of its limitless possibilities. The light of God surrounds us. The love of God unfolds us. The power of God protects us. The presence of God watches over us. Wherever we are, God is. All is well, and so it is. And now, my friends, you go forth as messengers of loving kindness, being financially free and abundantly generous in all ways, and make known this truth so your life continues to increase in value by simply sharing the value with someone else. 
Until next time, stay safe, be well, be kind, especially to yourself. Namaste.